Welcome to the Unstoppable Imparable Podcast. My name is Alejandro Marquez and I'm going to be your host on this show. I'm a time on Lean System Strategies, best-selling author and international speaker, and I'm here to bring you over 10 years of experience of bending time to do all the things I want, from graduating from two degrees and two masters to working in top law firms, research centers, and as a criminal law professor, to building and growing my own business while always enjoying plenty of quality time with my loved ones. Tune in for all the tips, tricks, actionable tools, and incredible guests to become unstoppable, achieve your goals without burning out, and create the life of your dreams. And yes, as you might notice, this is a bilingual podcast, so let's get this fiesta started. Welcome, Lydia, to the Unstoppable Imparable podcast. I'm super excited to have you here today, and I just can't wait for you to share your brilliance with the world. Thank you so much for having me, Alejandra, and I'm so excited to help everybody listening shine their absolute brightest. Yes, today's topic, it's all about making every single entrepreneur shine. And let me introduce you so that people can actually know why I brought you here to talk about this topic. So Linia Floyd is an award-winning journalist, experienced ghostwriter, and soft-after media coach for corporate clients and entrepreneurs. She has over two decades of experience working on staff as a freelancer for glossy titles like Oprah, Glamour, Essence, Money, Health, and Cosmopolitan. Linia has also ghostwritten health book for Big Five and smaller publishing houses. As it wasn't enough, as a health expert who is also a nationally certified health and wellness coach, Linia has appeared on the Today Show, Fox, NPR, and more. Drawing for, from her expertise on camera and behind a microphone, she helps clients shine when they step into the media spotlight. Linia has also been able to help her entrepreneurs' clients land media in prestigious outlets like Business Insider, Well and Good, Fast Company, The Huffington Post, and more. I mean, who doesn't want to know the trick behind that? <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being here. I know, as I say, this episode is full of so many good things. And today, Linia is here to teach us how to be your own PR agent and shine in the media. And I must say that this is a topic that I've been diving into so much into this past years, especially since I started my business, because it has so much power and people don't realize it. So why don't you start by telling us how you started your journey helping entrepreneurs with this? And especially, why did you give up a director position at a magazine that reached millions to become someone who helps other entrepreneurs get into media? I love to know that story. I would love to share that story because I think it's incredibly relatable to probably everybody who is listening right now. So often in life, when we have a level of expertise in something, we don't realize it. We don't realize how many far, how many steps ahead of somebody else we might be. And we have this imposter syndrome, right? And that kind of thing happened to me when I was working in magazines. I didn't realize that so many brilliant, creative, talented entrepreneurs out there had solutions to problems that they wanted to share with the world, but they didn't know how to get in contact with me. They didn't know how to spread 
spread their message. They didn't know how to pitch the media. I was working in the media. I was like, oh, everybody knows how to reach out. And I'm always looking for great ideas. That's a really key piece of this puzzle that I need people to remember. Editors, writers, segment bookers, producers, they are constantly on the lookout for great ideas. And if somebody else can bring that great idea to them, that makes their job so much easier. You are not bothering people in the media when you pitch them with a great idea. You are helping them. And I didn't realize there were so many entrepreneurs out there with so many amazing ideas. They just needed help figuring out how to spread that message. And I was uniquely positioned to help them spread that message and to teach them how to do that. I know what it's like on both sides of the computer. I know what it's like to be the editor who's getting the pitches coming in and deciding which are going to become actual stories and which aren't going to make it. And I know what it's like to be sending out those pitches as a freelance writer as well, who has sent out plenty of pitches in her lifetime um, to get the stories written that she wanted to write. And I also knew exactly what it was like to be under that media spotlight. Uh, you were so beautiful with the introduction that you gave me. I've been on, you know, the Today show multiple times. I've been on, you know, flown to sets uh, in Los Angeles in order to be on um, news programs. So I know what it's like to have those opportunities and to need to prepare for them so that you shine as your absolute best as soon as that light next to the camera goes from red to green. I mean, that's incredible and I love it. And I totally feel that one, the imposter syndrome, big time especially when you're going to pitch the media. I feel like we all feel like my story is not worthy enough or I'm bothering the editor, the journalist, the media. And as you say, it's completely the opposite. And that's what I've been learning as well. I need to remind myself they are looking for stories. They want you to pitch them. And yes. I feel like that's a very important message for anyone listening in here. Don't be afraid. They, they need you. <laughs> they need they us do. to pitch them. They absolutely do. And the number of times that at, when I was on staff that I would be sitting at my desk and an email would come in and it would be a pitch and it would be the exact thing I was looking for that month. I was so elated every time that happened. Now, if that person had paused and said, I don't know, I don't know if this idea is ready or I don't know if it's good enough and not sent it. That would have been such a tremendous missed opportunity for me. So you might be, when you click send, you might be meeting somebody at that exact moment that they need that story. So good. So good. A great reminder. And I feel like that really empowers someone who wants to pitch the media because you take off that pressure of, am I buttering? Am I not good enough? Like all those things, I really feel like having that in mind that you can completely change the editor's life and make their life so much easier. It's a completely different angle and it makes it so much easier. So yes. one of the things that I truly find fascinating about the power of media is how pursuing these PR opportunities, even when you think you're not ready, it's actually a game changer. So can you please share with us um, your insight, your input, your point of view on this topic? Why do you feel every entrepreneur so actually pursue media opportunities even if they're not ready why yeah. they need to start now now more than ever 
it's important to pursue those media opportunities because there is so much competition, right? In whatever field you are in, you really want to be able to stand out from the crowd and the media helps you do that. First of all, I always tell people that media is the ultimate endorsement. It is the ultimate testimonial. And we all as entrepreneurs know how important testimonials are, but imagine if you were getting a testimonial from Cosmopolitan or from Oprah or from Health Magazine or from the Today Show, right? Them having you on their show or them having you in their magazine or them having you on their podcast, right? That is the ultimate endorsement. It says to their followers, their subscribers, their audience, we believe in this person. We care. We want to share. We want to put a megaphone to their message. We want to help them share their thought leadership because we like them. And so that means that you should like them too. Or we're curious about them and interested in them. And that means you should be interested in them too. So one, that's a beautiful way to get your ultimate endorsement. It's an incredible way to build know, like, and trust. This is how people will get to know you. This is how strangers will get to know you and become interested in working with you or interested in purchasing your product. And I always tell people that the strongest power of the media is the exponential reach that it is able to create. So instead of just talking to the people who are following you on social media, or instead of just talking to the people who have signed up for your email list, you could be speaking to thousands of people who are downloading a podcast or tens of thousands of people who are downloading a podcast. You could be speaking to millions of people who have tuned in to watch a television uh, show one day. So the reach that you get is exponential and that is incredibly powerful. That reach is so strong to bring people back to your website, to bring, bring people to the product that you're selling, whether it's a book or a course or what have you. It is so incredibly strong and we all have an opportunity to harness it simply by crafting a great pitch and putting ourselves out there by clicking send ah so good i mean you make it look so simple and i know it is now now looking at the other side of it i know right now that it is but for someone who's listening that feel like it's totally out of reach i still don't feel like i can do it so one of the biggest things in here is, as you say, crafting that pitch. How can you start and send something that for you feels good before sending in? It's clicking send, my tongue. <laughs> no, so I what will be the number one tip for you to craft a pitch idea that's irresistible to media, that's worth reading? Because one thing is just writing everything that's in your mind. And as you say, you filter. Once you get an email, you filter. You start with the subject and then you read the topic. So how you can craft this perfect pitch to be media worthy? Yeah, this is the number one thing that I do with my clients when I have VIP days with people or when I do ask me anything sessions with people. Crafting the story idea and crafting the pitch always comes up. It's the one of the biggest things that people struggle with. And there are two things that I have people focus on when they are trying to think about creating those irresistible story ideas. So one is start with the story that only you can tell. And this is the advice that I give people who have that negative voice in their head that says, everybody 
has already said everything that there is out there about the topic that I want to talk about. I don't have anything that I can add to this conversation. Yes, you do. If you start with a story that only you can tell, right? Your story, your experience, something that has happened to you, but is relatable to everyone else, then you are bringing something unique to the conversation because you're the only person in this world that has your story. So look for the parts of your personal experience that you can insert into whatever your expert topic is, whatever it is that you want to talk about, because that is going to be the thing that makes your story unique and irresistible. That is one of the things that will make your story unique and irresistible. The second thing that I ask people to do, and this is one of my favorite things to do, um, I call it changing the conversation. So look at the trending topics. What is everybody talking about right now, right? And then ask yourself, where do you agree or disagree with this trending topic? As it relates to something, we're, we're talking about things that are within your area of expertise, your expert topics, just to be clear. And then think about how how do I think differently about this? Or how has my experience led me to think differently about this? Or what are people not quite hitting on or missing when it comes to this, this particular topic? And then there's your story idea. And what you're doing with that idea is you are changing the conversation. The example that I show uh, that I like to show people is around the quiet quitting phenomenon. Remember, there were so many stories out about quiet quitting. It was absolutely everywhere. But then what you started to see was a slight change change in the conversation. And then they started talking about quiet firing after a little bit while. And then they started to talk about quiet hiring. And then they started to talk about, people started talking about quiet quitting your relationships, right? So those are all just shifting the topic a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, but creating an entirely new topic that people were still really excited to talk about. So those are two tips. I mean, I have a whole presentation that I give to masterminds that like 20 different ideas, how to take one idea and turn it into like 20 different ones. But those two should hopefully get kind of the gears turning for everybody who's listening. And they'll hopefully start thinking, oh, wait a second. I do have an idea to share. I do have some thought leadership out there. I do have some suggestions. I do have a story to tell. I love it. And it's totally relatable. And I know that when I started, that's what made me think, I can share this story because nobody has lived believed what I've been living. And that's when I decided to start pitching about time management and productivity and just being able to do everything you love. And that's when I started gaining that confidence to keep pitching every time that I got accepted. And it became, as you say, that number one credibility tool, that endorsement and now I, I cannot tell you how big it is for me to just be able to share my expertise with thousands and hundreds and millions of people. Because yes, your social media is great, as you say, but that's your community. You nurture them, you're communicating with them, but to reach the masses, you need the media. And that's yeah. why this is so, so key. And I also know that besides a great pitch, you also need three big things to deliver a great, uh, how can I say, a great news, a great information for the media. And I know you have this special method. So can you share a little bit of what the three P's means? 
Yes, I'm happy to tell you about the three Ps. Um, and I talk about them in a best-selling book that I co-authored called Owning It. Um, in the chapter that I wrote, I share a story that I don't tell very often about the very first time that I sold an article and the lengths that I went to to do it that were definitely worth it. <laughs> um, but in my chapter, it's called Own Your Time to Shine. I talk about the three Ps, which are purpose, preparation, and persistence. Purpose is what is going to get us out of that stopped in our tracks feeling, the, the what's holding us back. Purpose, having your why, really being able to lean into why do I want to do this? Why do I want to be in the media? Do I have information that's going to change somebody's life? Do I have information that could save somebody's life? Do I really need to have an influence? Do I want to create some kind of ripple effect with my thought leadership that could possibly change the world? Do I need to get more clients? Do I need to get more people coming to my website and my Instagram so that I can sell more products? Focus on your purpose. What is your why? And that is going to push you forward and make you unstoppable so that you don't hold yourself back. Two is preparation. The second P is preparation. You don't want to try to reinvent the wheel when it comes to taking on a task like being in the media. There are people like me, media coaches that you can rely on. There are friends of yours who have been in the media. If you can't, you know, if you're not in a place where you can work with a media coach, you probably have friends who have been in the media who can give you some tips as well, right? But you need to prepare yourself for these opportunities. You need to have a really solid pitch when you put yourself out there. When you get the opportunity, you want to show up as your absolute best and shine when you are in front of a camera or a microphone or an a uh, reporter is interviewing you for a story. So preparation and getting help so that you are prepared for those opportunities, just like you would prepare for any other opportunity in life. So, so important. And last but not least, the third P is persistence. This is not a one and done thing. The number of times I, I, when I work with my clients, I give them a template for how to follow up on a pitch because I cannot tell you the number of times that I've worked with people and they said, oh yeah, I pitched this outlet. I didn't hear from them. And so I just moved on. You have to follow up on pitches. There are a million reasons that may have nothing to do with you uh, to explain why someone hasn't gotten, why an editor or segment producer or a booker has not gotten back to you about a pitch. They could have been on vacation. They could have uh, been called away to a meeting right after reading your email. They could have meant to write back your email and thought they did. They could have, it could have gone to spam. They could have another idea that came in at the exact same time and they're interested in you, just a different topic. There are so many different things that happen behind the scenes. I assure you, because I've been there, I've worked there for almost 20 years, right? Do not get discouraged if you don't hear back after sending one pitch, right? It is not one and done. Persistence pays, fortune favors the bold, and you have to follow up on pitches. And I tell people to follow up at least two times. So good. And yes, the fortune is always on the follow-up. If not, you don't know how many opportunities you're missing. And this made me think about, yes, it's great to craft perfect pitch. It's great to put yourself there, click send, and focus on the three P, but how about things we shouldn't do? What are <laughs> the top three mistakes that you will say, please avoid this when you're pursuing media opportunities? What, what they will be? Brilliant question. Thank you. Thank you for asking. First of all, don't aim too high. Right. So I am absolutely here to encourage you to chase your dreams and pursuing the media. But 
But uh, if you're just getting started out, do not aim for that top tier outlet. You want to start on a lower tier. You want to get some practice. You want to get some comfort um, doing this before you get those top tier opportunities. And so when people tell me I'm not ready to be in the media, I'm like, sure you are. You might not be ready to be on Good Morning America right now, or you might not be ready to be Harvard Business Review or NPR or something like that right now. But there are lower tier opportunities you are absolutely ready for. And I want you to get out there and get those so you can start getting more and more comfortable and strengthening that muscle and building that skill because it does take practice. Another big mistake that I see my clients make at times uh, is pitching the wrong outlet. So they'll, you know, they'll come to me and they'll say, oh, you know, well, I tried this place and this place. And maybe that's not where your audience is. Or maybe it's so, so, so narrow and you need to go broader. Um, so making sure that you are pitching the right outlet, that it's appropriate, that there's an alignment there in terms of the audiences and in terms of the message, absolutely critical. And then this third one, this happens all the time uh, when people come to me having worked on ideas by themselves, just kind of in a vacuum and not having any kind of outside input. A huge mistake that I will see people make, um, or also like I, I do pitch reviews for people and they'll submit them and I'll be like, hey, uh, here's a big, big, big piece of feedback. You haven't figured out what's in it for the reader, listener, viewer when it comes to this story that you want to tell. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in our own stories and our own stories can be extremely interesting, but we are asking people to listen to us, to read us, to watch us for a specific period of time, whether it's a three minute segment or whether it's an hour long one. And we have to give them something in exchange for that time. It can't just be a great story. They need something to take away with them. So you have to make sure that there's something in it for the audience when you craft that pitch. Um, so good. And that's exactly what are you doing in here? You're giving us a lot of tips, very actionable tools to get into the media and just start doing it. So thank you so much for sharing that. And as you know, this is the Unstoppable Imparable podcast. So this question is mandatory. How pursuing media opportunities will help us become unstoppable? It will help you become unstoppable because of that exponential reach that I just shared with you. It is going to put a megaphone to your message. It is going to make sure that people get that message and it is going to empower you as a thought leader. It is such an, it's, it's an invaluable tool and I wish more people used it. Me too. <laughs> Once I discover it, I can tell you, it completely changed the game and I'm not done. Like now I'm aiming to those top tier, <laughs> tier one magazines. So definitely I encourage anyone who's listening to this episode, go ahead and start pitching. And now I know you have a really great resource for people who want to get started with it. So please share the two big resources that you wanted to share with us today. Yes. So I definitely want to let people know that one of the things that does stop people in their tracks before sending a pitch is worrying that there's something wrong with it, that they've forgotten something, that it's not quite ready. So I have this incredible tool on my website. You just have to go to linea.com backslash media coach, and you'll be able to download this free checklist. And you can just go down the checklist 
and make sure that you have done everything that you need to do before you send that pitch so that you can click and send with massive confidence. Um, and then for people who need some more hands-on support, um, I do VIP days with clients. So it's like a half day of hanging out with me on Zoom or in person, and we'll come up with your story ideas. We'll come up with, well, I'll write those pitches for you. Um, we'll make sure that you are honed in on your talking points or your sound bites, or if you're even starting from scratch and you just need to know, hey, what are my areas of expertise? I can help you with that. Hey, I don't even have a media bio. I can write that for you. So another really great resource right here for you. And you can, again, go to my website, lynya.com. It's just L-Y-N-Y-A.com, my first name, and get in touch with me there. Ah, so good, so good. And no worries, you'll have all the links in the description of the episode because who doesn't like a checklist to make sure you have covered every single thing that you needed before clicking send? How many times have you sent an email without the attachment? I know I have. <laughs> so making sure you have every single thing is so important. And I mean, VIP days are just the best because mm. you get so much out of such a short amount of time and just making sure that you are honing in into that expertise. So I love that you're sharing this. And any other platform that people can get in touch with you, follow your journey and just connect more. And if they have any questions, keep in touch with you. Yes, the best way to find me is on Instagram. And I'm just at Linya Floyd. It's my whole name at L-Y-N-Y-A-F-L-O-Y-D. And feel free to drop into my DMs. People do it all the time. And I do respond. Awesome. Yes, she totally responds. I love engaging with her content, with herself. And so I said, the links are going to be in the description of this episode. And I just want to say thank you so much, Linia, for being here and for being such an amazing guest. I love how many tips and tricks and actionable steps you gave in today's episode. So I hope every single one of you listening enjoyed the episode and now you take action on it. Oh, gracias por todo. Thank you so much. I really appreciated the time. And I really, if I can have one wish, I hope that everybody listening to this takes a little time out this week to craft a pitch and clicks send. Click send. And I'm so happy you spoke in Spanish. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, you know what to do. Take action. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Unstoppable Imparable podcast. I appreciate you all for being here. And I always love hearing back from you. So please reach out to me on LinkedIn or Instagram and send me a DM. And if you love what you listen, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episodes and share with those who might love it as well. I'll see you on the next episode.